Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Did she say that? <laughs> she wanted it. Turn over and don't touch me again or I'll kill you. <laughs> you want to do the intro today? Yeah, well, You haven't I'm done not. the intro for a while. I Off haven't. you go. What number are we? 95. Snakes alive. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's snakes alive. Well, of course it is. As long as it's got a five on the end. Okay. okay. Five, four, three, two. And you're supposed to be counting me in. I know. I don't care. Off <laughs> you go. <laughs> G'day, viewers. Throw your voice. And welcome to episode 95 of Radio Hotlap, that zany podcast where we look at the world of motorspo- motorsport, international and local, uh, gadgets and barbecues. In a light-hearted way. In a very light-hearted way. In fact, so light, we hardly even touch on the subject. That's right, exactly. <laughs> In fact, we? we might amend it to not have anything to do with motorsport. Because you can't get any information in this neck of the W. Well, you can't, because all but our action we'll cover later on. So there you go. But it's it not. is. Anyway, how are you, Johnny? Good, thank you, JP. What? JP. What have you got to drink? We have to <laughs> kick off the show in the right manner. We do. <laughs> Viewers, we're here in um, Radio Hotlap World Headquarters, and we're actually sitting out in the backyard for the first spring time this summer. Here. Spring has sprung. Because well, it's not summer. It's spring. Flowers everywhere. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's spring, and uh, it's very pleasant. It is very pleasant, but there's a bit of a sad note. But not as sad as it could have been that the little rusty sausage, yes, a regular on the show, was injured last the week before last. Yes, a nasty red cat was seen at the park, and uh, the pup has taken off and uh, turned does. hard right, and it snapped a wheel off, as we <coughs> mentioned last week. Mm. Um, anyway, uh, it was all pretty much over and out, but uh, she's home on the on the mend. She's definitely on the mend. My She's wallet is completely broken. Yeah, it's, that doesn't it's, it's, it's like Andrew Jones's car. <laughs> I think the LNH 500. Your uh, your wallet would probably be in a worse state than his car. Actually, total rebuild required. <laughs> but uh, you know that if you had animal insurance, which yes. you could have, but then there's always a bit of a clause about dachshunds. Oh, is that? Uh, yeah, because you know after seven, they don't want to know about it. So they'll take your money for the first. It's a stretch chassis seven that does years, it. Yeah, and she's nine point five, and at forty dollars a month, yeah. worst case, you're up for what seven and a half thousand dollars for the year, uh, for the, for the, for the life of the dog. Yep. And uh, wait, we've 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 done two last week, and who knows all the other incidental betville. So yep. So you've probably bill. done about five during her lifetime so far. Let's hope she gives a bit more. Because I Absolutely. reckon she should make 15, little dog. I think you're probably right. She's, uh, you can hardly see her because she's the same colour as the red pavement. And she's not ba- and she's not bouncing about and she's not barking. And thanks to everybody who'd uh, sent a, a lovely message of uh, get well to Russ through uh, Facebook yeah. even. She had more, fr- well, more <laughs> friends than me. <laughs> well, that's not unusual. <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> Yeah. Well, off you go. So, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, having a, I'm having a Cooper's Pale since you asked. Because Glenn's been in the news. Yeah, Glenn has been in the news. Glenn's selling his house. 1.9 mil. That's Thanks not a coming. very big house for Glenn. No. Well, I bet yeah. he's not very tall. 
Well, he's not. You're right. And I'd imagine Michael Brock would be selling it. <laughs> I think you'd probably be There's right There's not there. a chance. That, <laughs> and Brock, he's probably going, Look, do I have to, Glenn? Yeah. Can you just leave me alone? <laughs> I like you, but I don't want to do business. But can you give me some money to go car racing? Because I've got too much of money say. on my yeah, own yeah, that I can't yeah. get rid of. No, I don't know what to do with it. probably a deal. Right? No commission, <laughs> but I'll sponsor your car next year. Oh, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> got to have someone to look up to. Uh, dear. We like him. Good on you, We Glenn. do. Absolutely. Um, for me, it's a, a Pantherway uh, 04 Morambro Creek Shiraz. Now, I don't know whether that's from the old uh, LSC. LSC? Hmm. Yeah. yeah, where you do supermarkets. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yes. Limestone Coast. Limestone Coast. That's Knuckles. Right. Yep. So, so uh, cheers. Kaching, kaching. Very nice. And we're away. And we're outside. We are, which is very pleasant indeed, I have to say. On next week's show, before I forget, um, I will uh, do a little bit of a pre-recording with International Paulie, the boss of Super League Formula, yes. who's uh, already pre-arranged the time because through his heavily busy schedule to be able to speak to the viewers well, I'm and glad. tell us how it's all going on through a, a new bit of uh, software that we've got that uh, will make him sound like he's right here with us. Well, that's fantastic, and I'm glad that you're doing a pre-recording because I'm not going to be here next Wednesday. We'll have to do it on Thursday. Well, well... There you go. So you knew, didn't you? Oh, so I'm doing it on Tuesday. <laughs> well, that's all right with international. <laughs> and that's because. Oh, don't tell me you're going to get bloody Fogs over again. No, I definitely won't be getting Fogs over again. Not after the last. <laughs> and he didn't. He's not Victor. He didn't cut my lawn. He cut my lunch. <laughs> so he's a deli owner. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> you won't be. Uh, you won't be coming. No, I can't come next Wednesday because I'm going to watch Adelaide United uh, in the semi-final of the Asian Soccer League. Free ticket, eh? Could be. You don't go. You go with Draper. No, I'm not going with Draper. No, no. We no, might no, have Draper no, on for PLM the show. Taking PLM. Patek Lamal. <laughs> yeah, and poor little Mitchy, <laughs> and one of his mates, and a couple other people from the soccer club. So there you go. You must have lost a bet. All right, JP, it's your show. It's my show, is it? Oh, okay. Well, uh, there you go. Let's um, let's kick off with. Um... Well, we're trying to make a good impression oh, this week. Oh, right. Okay. So I thought you can run it. Fine. Until well... I cut your grass. <laughs> grass or lunch? <laughs> well, first up, I got to tell you, I got this magazine the other day, and uh, it just caught my eye in the shop. Impulse buying, which is very unusual for me. How old was it? No, it's new, <laughs> and it's by Motor Race in Australia. And it's the V8 Bathurst, the great race preview. Blah de blah de blah. Now, interestingly, at a quick glance in the news agents, you would almost think that it was the official program. Actually, I did see that, and I did think it was the official program, but, but I, I didn't buy it. Well, there you are. But if you go to the inside page where they give you all the blurb, it actually says We're not somewhere, the official program. This is not the official program. So if it's you think it is, print, put it down again. Yeah. So, but I didn't care whether it was the official program or not because uh, I just thought it would be an interesting read. And it is an interesting read. There's, um, Oh, there's some... I haven't told you that yep. um, I'm coming to your place to watch Bathurst this year. Oh, are you? Oh, because well, be I've good. decided I don't want to go yep. and there'll be a, a sleepover. Yes. And uh, and, well, that's fine. Uh, and there'll be chops and, yep. and snags well, and, yeah, and, be stuff and, and full bar. HD. Yeah, full HD. Even though it won't be in full HD. Because well, I went, because you can't get full HD. And we'll actually, we'll talk about full HD. Well, no, we won't talk about full HD. So you better, we'll, you're, we're better have our afternoon Weber. Yeah, yeah we'll get the Weber going so that weekend. we can sit and watch the race. Why would yeah. you go? It's not a long weekend. We can do it. It's, it's a long it. weekend this coming weekend. Oh, really? Bathurst is the following weekend. What do I know? I didn't exactly. know we got a long weekend coming up. We don't, they don't do Bathurst on a long weekend anymore. Do you know why? Why? It's all about TV coverage. 
And last weekend was the AFL Grand Final. This weekend, the long weekend, is the NRL Grand Final in Sydney. And so, because the NRL Grand Final's on, they can't possibly put a motor race on, because nobody will go. So, Bathurst is the following weekend. And they get the TV coverage for all three. Well, the networks were tested in their patience at uh, Fuji last weekend with the uh, MotoGP race. Mm-hmm. With uh, Valentino Rossi finally getting past uh, Casey Stoner about 10 laps from him, going on to, on to win, yes. but then decided to stop on the side of the track to do a little bit of a special setup uh, artistic deal on the back of his helmet with someone and a, a gentleman in a suit, and it was all scheduled. And basically, the podium presentation had to wait for an hour, and by that time, BBC had gone off. Yeah. So uh, they were saying, look, it's, um, it's not okay, but then again. You know, you remember it, don't you? Well, you do. You're right. But that's so, very, and Valentino, I didn't, see, I didn't know anything about it. It's his so sixth of 500cc MotoGP. That makes him equal to um, Agostino. Uh, Agostino, yeah, actually on the beating MV his record. Augusta. Um, but also won a 125 and a 250 championship coming through into the, into the ranks there. So, um, uh, so yeah, pretty the uh, motorbike hero of all time. Just hope he survives. Well, he's going all right so far. A couple of WRC rounds as well. Yeah. To boot. They all want to do cars, don't they? Well, yeah, and then the car people like Schumacher all want to do bikes. Well, let's just hope you that know. that doesn't go more pear-shaped. Well, anyway, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm already taken over. No, no, you're not. No, 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 that's fine. This is all about, that's what this is all about. It's a bit, bit of a discussion. <laughs> so, so, viewers, anyway, if you get hold of this Bathurst preview from um, Motor Racing Australia, it's about, it's just under 10 bucks. Um, it's pretty choco with uh, with stuff, and there's some good trivia in the back. There's a history of every single race and who the winners were. Um, I think it's been very, very well put together. I would suggest it's been a fairly long time in the making. You know, they've been working part time on it while they've been getting the magazine out for about the last you mean three or four months. Lots of Western Oriental gentlemen, maybe, and um, <laughs> and and it's a good read. And I was particularly impressed. They've got a few interviews with past winners uh, and how they see the race and how they prepare and everything else. And I was particularly impressed with the uh, the Scafie interview and the Lounsey interview. Uh, both contain some interesting insights into the way both of those guys see their past at Bathurst, how they prepare for the race, um, how they feel on race week, etc, etc. It's very good. Uh, we need to do an analysis about finding out who's got more, whether there are more Y's on the end of names or more O's when we come up, you know, from a nickname point of view, you know, knocking around. Like Scafie. Like Scafie and Richo. Oh, yes, I knew so, you okay, we need Richo. to find out which yeah, one. Yeah. And Lounsey. Yeah, and, um, yeah. and uh, Frosty's still right, got okay, a Y. We'll, we'll go through that next week, and then we will announce it on next week's show. And then there's Fabrizio. Absolutely. Which is already Fabrizio. Oh, oh, why aren't you doing any yeah, better? That's right. Oh, oh, you're not not going as well as so I we'll, did. We'll do a nickname analysis, lines. and we might, you know, we are. We'll be delayed by. I like that. Write that down. Good idea. Write that down. Do I have to? Episode ninety-seven point six. <laughs> point six. <laughs> Change Later. hands. Version X. Yeah. Write it down. So, you'll forget. You'll forget. You'll forget. You'll forget. Nicknames. Okay. Nick. That names. sounds like uh, that means that you're about to. You're going to segue into the 2009 V8 Supercar Championship, which has just been announced. How did you know that? Because you've got solid paper there. Yeah, I know, but that's a bit (laughs) cheating, isn't it? So, yes, it was announced on the uh, 29th of last month, which was Sunday, was it not? Jeez, well, this is the first day of Or was it Monday? No, it was Monday. Monday it was announced. And, yes, right at the end of the season, we have the Sydney 400. 
at Homebush. No sponsor as on yet. On December the 4th to the 6th. Well, maybe it is a sponsor. No sponsor. The sponsor is actually um, Sydney. Ashley. <laughs> Jay, he has gone up in the world. <laughs> he has. And, and, ter- <laughs> there, so and, he, and I'll tell you what. Where are you going? Hang on. If he was, Hardy's disappeared again. He's just suddenly thought of something, obviously. Brainstorming. Oh, dogs is off. Dog. And is on the mend, as you can hear. Yes. Her absolutely. speech has changed. Has it? How She's got it? deeper. Oh, it's, it's, it's a bit It's all those cigarettes she smoked while she was in hospital. But uh, the new Premier there, he's gone out on a bit of a limb to sign up. Uh, he has. And say, look, if I, if I didn't go forward with it, we'd lose it. And good on him. I mean, why well, not? Fair enough. Oh, the track looks boring, but... It does. But that, isn't the track a bit of a rehash of something that you and International looked at? In fact, it, it is. Uh, when the Le Mans series it was it looks supposedly less coming. interesting. Yes, back there in 2001. One. Yeah. International Paulie and I took a car and drove at Don Panels' request um, around there with a camera and sent the stuff back off to Atlanta uh, for them to determine whether it was going to be a suitable venue to run the uh, uh, round of the Asia Pacific Le Mans. Uh, race there, and of course it was um, up but until a little green tree got frog. frogged. Frogged. It's <laughs> <laughs> a frog up. <laughs> so um, beware that uh, I'm sure the frogs are still there, but so there could be a bit of a slither on one of the corners. Well, there could, or on the other hand, we could have a uh, you know a, a, a green invasion. Well, I mean, is this the way that the V8 Supercar Championship goes green? Because it'll be, be their last race before the high uh, fuel usage E85 adoption. Yes, that's true. And uh, they are having to remove uh, a bunch of trees, apparently, because oh. there was something I saw on uh, on uh, one of the uh, online video shows last night that uh, there were people blah, blah, blahing that all these trees are going to be having to be removed. Mm. But uh, then they are planting more back, so... Oh, well, of course. Then they'd be, like, removed nicely. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. And, and they'll, and they'll, they'll polish the change soils first. <laughs> no, they will be... <laughs> That chunky, I'm sure. But what are they? How big a tree do you need? I thought, I'm sure they're ones in the middle of uh, saplings, roundabout islands. Right. Okay. I would think they'd be bulldozing off some, some islands. But uh, yeah, the um, the premier is uh, he's gone out in a limb and uh, whatever. I you know it's, it, it, I would have thought there's not a chance that we would get, be getting a race up there. No, I would have with all that. Well, the sudden that. change of government in uh, New South Wales yep. and Morris Yemmer uh, disappearing. Well, off they were very uh, worried that whether or not the race would actually go ahead once Morris Yemmer disappeared, didn't they? They thought the race might go with him, but uh, did not. So Hard it's good to know exactly. But yeah, there was a lot of um, bitching and moaning there in the uh, S Sydney Morning Herald uh, online yesterday about the uh, the lobbying of uh, David Lackey from Channel Seven. Yep. Uh, and um, you know various people from Fox and so on like that. Uh, with vested interest, but whatever. We don't need to criticise. There's always a bit of vested interest. I mean, events don't go ahead without vested interest, do they? Let's face it. Or vests. Somebody's got to be getting something out of it, or it's a waste of space. That's right. Basically. Now, interestingly, the Clipsall um, 500 next year, which is the first race of the season once again, has moved back to its much more traditional date of March the 19th to the 22nd. That which is, is hot. almost It's hot, hot, but not as hot as it was this year when it was in uh, mid-February, early mid-February. So but we go um, back to the same drama of like two four-day races. Yes, back-to-back, straight off to the non-championship Formula One uh, Grand Prix in Melbourne. And yep. traditionally... Carnage Central down here. It is, and uh, that means uh, and it's only a week between, so the transporters will literally be um, pulling up stumps here. And, and when they just 
doing that seven and a half hour drive into Melbourne, and they they more they tree lifting. <laughs> what are they they're going from that event now talking straight about on tree lifting. They are doing some tree lifting locally but, but here. They're doing uh, they're putting a recycled before water we get down onto that. Before lanes. we get onto that, JP, and mm-hmm. there's there is a lot of activity down at the Clips for Five Hundred track as they come move towards the new semi-permanent grandstand that you know it's a non-championship event the f1 thing but like yes. that what that also means is if you don't turn up you're in deep shit because oh, it's a contractual thing yeah so they've gone we'll come along and do it but i mean why aren't they a mm. championship event they never have been but but why aren't they why not make it a championship event true perhaps it's because that there's a chance of them getting bumped off the calendar due to other things happening and therefore well it would have to be scrapped as an event true hmm yeah i'm not sure about that one it's very interesting thought though don't know what you come up with for that but uh there you go parklands Parklands, yeah, parklands. Um, more tree, lot, more lot tree lifters. No, there's not. I don't think there's any actual tree lifting, but there's certainly uh, there's this big scheme now um, as part of uh, you know being the driest state of the driest continent and uh, at the end of the Murray Darling train. Christ, and, I haven't seen anyone not having a drink around here. Not, Everyone's messy and <laughs> not having any water. Um, there's a project underway which will actually be pumping water back into the Adelaide Parklands from the Glenelg Sewage Treatment Works. So they're going to be uh, that'll be the fresh treating water. treating water and making it <laughs> that'll be corporate water, making it fresh but not fresh enough to drink, and uh, then pumping it back. And I'm presuming that maybe the Parklands end of this um, project is in fact already underway because all the pipes are all that nice purple plastic colour that they use for recycled water. Um, and they're trying to get that out of the way so they can all settle down over summer before they have to start worrying about putting the infrastructure in for Clipsal. What's the matter with the Pat? The Pat? The Pat? The Pat's always got a problem. But what's the matter with it? Nothing. Romanian software engineers. (laughs) (laughs) You're all Don't you remember? Where's that come from? That's a little iPhone having a chat. (laughs) Right. (laughs) A few years back and it flooded. And like it it was a high-management sort of thing that went down all the way and they found, yes, there's a little Romanian software engineer who wrote a bit of code wrong in Estonia. Oh, yeah, and the the, the floodgates didn't open when it had been pouring with rain. Yeah, because there was someone important looking across the gantry. Anyway, typical push it down to the lowest common denominator, you know, I'll take, make this the centre of the universe. Well, how are you going to do that, mate? How are you going to do it? <laughs> you have a nice lunch. Now, we'll see you later. The one thing about next year's calendar that I thought was very interesting is we've got Barbagello in Western Australia as the race prior to Sydney. So November 20 to 22nd, they're all the way over in the West and they've got to drag themselves all the way back across the continent for, uh, for Sydney two weeks later. Which I thought, well, that was a pretty big ask for uh, for everybody to be doing. Yeah, there's a bit of a change there, and I noticed that uh, probably the most unfortunate uh, result is that uh, Simmons Plains ends up being at the end of May, which would be less than warm. Very less than warm. Mm. Um, so a, a difficult to sort of... Um scenario it looks like nikon then has signed up for two years in a row with the indy 300 yes. um mm. obviously because uh, they've got uh, their naming uh, on there mate i think we should be uh, nipping up to uh, townsville town oh town i've quite fancied townsville i must admit Do you? being a big Do being you? a big fan of uh, fnq but I mean, we better we better get, so, we better plan now. It'll I think be bloody this cold is, down here, won't it? The folks, you're listening. You sort that yeah, out. Come on, folks. Come on, folks. Come you good, can uh, come you good. can get Redeem the yourself for last sorted. week, and you're on you're on the money with us. That's it. Right. Okay. But no no smoking. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, no wonder we have to have all them breaks. I don't know. He did have a bit of a smelly abode, but it was a comfortable bed he provided me. <laughs> you can't, I can't you say get, that. You can't get a bed again now. That's it. Oh, I, don't, I can't. Oh, mate. He, he's above <laughs> the cloud. He's above, the, above that. Sort of. <laughs> That's so right. I said, you need a couple of green things in here. He showed me these. got this little thing. thing out there. And he said, I had that. And I said, perhaps a little bit of water. It was completely gonzo. But uh, he does live on, uh, on the Yarra, which is... Uh, Oh, well, very nice. Quite nice. Yeah. Yarrows were a Formula One team. Which brings me to Singapore Grand Prix. Nice segue. How? <laughs> Yarra, Yarrows, Formula One Dirty team. Dirty water. There you go. <laughs> Whatever. Singapore water. <laughs> and so what did you think of it? Well, I, th- I thought it was good. Mm. I, I liked it, and I thought it was a change. Well, a change is good as a holiday. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was exciting enough. It you wasn't know, over illuminated. The, 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 you know, the, the Manasa, the Massa um, Asian snake fuel snake, <laughs> and um, hundred and sixty-five dollar um, bottles of champagne oh, that well, uh, Bryce Washington rang to say, well, "I'm trying to get on the gas. I can't afford it." <laughs> but then he bought a supercar. Yeah, well, there you go. And we didn't tell him that's why he couldn't route. afford it. But I thought it was entertaining. It's funny how the bosses always, whenever there's up, one's up, then they're all bitching about each other. So now we've got Luca, the boss of Ferrari, going. Yes, yeah. Luca Badoa, or whatever his name is. No, it's Badoa. Badoa. He's a test no, driver. Yeah, um, Montel yeah, oh, Menzolino. Yeah, that's him. With the Benzino. Yeah, yeah, well. Saying that. Uh, the safety car runs the whole event now, and we're, we're, what are we doing having a circus? Might as well get elephants floating around here, which is silly. And of course, everyone's just handed along. So, the, the, the championship, or the, 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 the race. But between um, Sebastian Vettel's win previously at Monza, everyone suddenly got interested in F1 again. And I think it was great to see Fernando Alonso come back yep. and do that under whatever the conditions. It was nice to see a driver up there with a smile on his face for a oh, change. That's a, that's a very good point, too. You think they're all a bit too serious and a bit too precious? No, but if the if you you win too much, you don't smile as much. Oh, as one of the uh, one what of do the, you uh, stand up there thinking about the next win? Do you, as the Toro Rosso boss is? said, um, no, it wasn't the Toro Rosso boss because that's Gerhard or one of the one of the senior people there Gerhard said Berger. said it was uh, it's sex. It's like sex, but it's never as good as the first time. The first time's great, and every other time's. Almost as good, even if it's bad, it's good. So that was a quote of the blah, blah, blah. I read oh, it somewhere. Oh, was it? was very good. It was a bit profound. But I thought it was, um, I liked it. You liked and it? And I watched the lot. The lot? Oh, you went to HD? I did. I watched oh, the it HD, HD coverage is no doubt, that's definitely the way to go. Well, and it uh, starts From a earlier. timing point of view. Yep. It's, it's and I don't mind the early. preamble. Yeah. Even though. Now, interestingly. Cameron there. Um, having nothing to do with who's it. Who's the co-host? Um, Peter of, Windsor. No, 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 of the actual, of the Poms. There's James. Brundle and James Thingo. Uh, May. No, not James May. <laughs> he should be doing it. Well, he'd probably be better. But anyway, the, the word is next year it goes back to the BBC. And Brundle's going to go with it, almost certainly. Because he'll be the but third B. James, whatever his name is, who's not apparently... Smithers. ...endeared himself to many people. Um, I think he's got a good is voice. ...is likely not to go with it. He must have endeared himself like Because I think they, they think of him as a bit of a tosser. Teabag, eh? Yeah, could be. Could well, be I mean, I think tosser. James May would be a candidate. I think James May would be a laugh. Which, my God, is this the show of segues? Must bring well, us on to... To this week's inaugural... Inaugural... 
Oh, well, I like the pen. Oh, Come on. Not so much of the sign language. Come on. Um, Top Gear Australia, which was really Top Gear UK with three Australian presenters. <laughs> it that doesn't, sort of sums it up, really. It doesn't translate well, does it? Well, it, well, I mean, I think it potentially could have translated well, but I'm presuming that because it's a licensed, franchised, whatever, whatever it is, that the BBC and the POMs have basically said it's got to be like our show. And it was just so like their show in it terms was, of... It was terribly like their show. The way it was set up, the airfield, the aircraft hangar with all the big lights, you know, the bloody checker plate um, podium thingo, the big picture of the Stig. It, it was just like watching Clarkson and the other two goons, except it wasn't Clarkson and the other two goons, it was Charlie Cox and another two goons. I had a phone call last night from uh, one of our uh, friends that we know locally who will remain anonymous because he's... Local friend he likes to be anonymous, right? Saying he has always been a fan of Top Gear. We've always had a bit of a discussion. I don't watch yeah. the show because I you don't like said, it. Yeah. But no, it's not that I don't like it. I just I like a motoring show with a bit of humour, not a humour show with a bit of motoring. Okay. Yeah. And he went, it's just I can't watch it. It's, yeah. I, I I don't like it, and it doesn't translate. Much like The Office didn't translate True. from the England across yeah. there. My guess is that Jeremy Clarkson's owns quite a lot of the stake in the brand and yes. says look this is how we're going to do it much like Fremantle Media would do it with shows like um, um, what's that yeah, opening the boxes you know the cases with the money oh, yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. it's a great oh, show and it works that, well yeah. um, what is it I don't know it's 5.30 have we not yeah, well, I'm really watching telly at well, 5.30. Mark, I don't get home from work Mark Bryant, he won, won 42000 Mark Bryant did. You're right. He did. He did. But yeah, so I think they've gone, this is how you're doing it. You either do it, you buy it, you, you get the licence to do it. Yeah. Interestingly, I looked through the credits, uh, slowed it down. and uh, Chair, actually, you would have had to slow it down. No, too, I did. I was I, trying I, to look at the credits. No, I downloaded it. Sailing a past at 5 million miles an hour. Downloaded a torrent oh. uh, so I could have a look at it more closely. And yeah. the floor manager is uh, Christine Cox. Is that Charlie's missus? Well, I don't know. You think this could be an inside job? Well, it's a serious role. Mm, it is. So, I think we've been had. Jury's out. And I think that all the people that put their hand up to have a go at it have been had. Mm, I think, I don't, because it was a it was a fate accompli right from the word go, they knew what format it was going to have to come. And at the blah, end, blah, 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 blah. it says, yeah. all under direction by BBC. Yeah. That it is like your very own Australian show, but it's not really. It's That's like, right. yeah, here's... And what is it? We're going to do... Stand by. Holden versus Ford. Oh, my God. Jeez, I'm so surprised. Well, we've never seen that before in any motoring magazines. Much. I can't believe it. I mean, <laughs> did they... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The moon's Should nice we go tonight, up isn't tape? it? Yeah. <laughs> What are they thinking? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, we'll see whether it gets any better. I mean, I'm a religious watcher of it, so uh, I'll keep I'll keep viewing. Regards. I must admit, my the uh, my old mate Phil, who I went to Bathurst with back in 1987. Lucky Phil. Yeah. From uh, from Hyde Park. He um, Hyde Park Press. Yeah. Fat Phil. Yeah. He goes to Thailand. Fat as Phyllis. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Missus. He goes to Bali with his missus for three weeks every year religiously. A bit, anyway. Bit of a romp. He's a Top Gear fan. I spoke to him the morning after. He didn't like it either. So, doesn't auger that well, I don't think. Auger. Oh, An auger word. would be used with Shrek. Oh, would he? I'd be an auger. Yeah, hey, bloody. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more of digging holes. But there you are. It's 
Tech <laughs> You're right there, Joe. I think I'm going to have to stop bringing that Marambro Creek. <laughs> I'm over half a glass. Get you half going. a glass. Actually, we're having dinner in tonight. We are. But we'll we're going to have about a barbie later on. What viewers. are we going to be having tonight? I don't know. I thought we'd go with them sausages that you got in the fridge. Them sausages? Yeah, well, what they were they? I can't remember. Marambo Creek spruiked Italian sausages. With, with some, uh, some uh, uh, eye filet. Yeah, and, um, and a bit of some, Dallas. No, 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 no. See if you can get it. Dallas. Put, uh, some oh, Dallas. And, yeah, I'm doing it sign language. And yeah. some pork. Belly. No. Ribs. <laughs> uh, breasts. No. Fillets. No. Round things. <laughs> Medallions. Medallions. Ah, you idiot. You didn't do the. Uh, okay. the, the you should have gone to the left breast, not in the middle. You don't hang a medallion in the Olympics. middle. <laughs> Olympics. <laughs> medallions. We won't have the pork as well, will we? We'll have too much. Oh, we Tech time. Yeah, tech time. Well, can you believe it? I don't know. The power of the Wall Street analysts. If things hadn't been going badly enough, JP, a couple of tossers over there decided yes. that their state was overdone one night, and they downgraded Apple stock by saying from absolutely mega to yeah. slightly less than absolutely mega, which had a net result of the whole value of the company dropping 18%. Yeah, well, I read an article today that basically said that uh, Ballmer and his cronies from Microsoft and a few other places are actually lobbying Congress and the President blah, blah, blah about uh, accepting the deal or at least brokering a decent deal for a big bailout on the basis that America's going to lose um, or the value of the tech companies is going to lose so much that they could lose their their leadership in tech. So uh, they're obviously all very concerned about it. Well, I think there's a lot of vested interests once again yep. in that neck of the W. Um, and uh, speaking to uh, international Joshy over there. Oh, in yeah, Palm. how's he going? Yeah, he's going good. Well, he's not good. He's going shit out. Comes to probably, probably is actually. Um, who's uh, obviously so, and he said, I said, what do you think is going to happen? He said, there'll either be a recession or there won't. Well, oh, uh, when which makes him no road scholar. Absolutely no road scholar at all. I mean, <laughs> if you read everybody else, there will be a recession and it will be a long one. It'll either be a left hand bend or a right hand one. According to some dude I heard on the uh, radio this morning. Um, they're talking that uh, every time it goes backwards, it usually does it about every seven to ten years, only it's actually been 15. And so they're talking in terms of at least three years. Uh, they, were talk they were asking him about super, and he said, look, if you've got super and you're a youngster, like you're in your late 20s, early 30s, don't worry about it. It's just a three-year glitch, and you'll make it all up again later on. And you'll probably see this two or three more times during your working life. Um, but if you're a poor old bugger uh, who's was about to retire this week, 62 or 63, you could be working for an extra two or three years to try and make up the slack. These days, to be fair, people of 62 or 63 years of age are not poor old buggers, and they're not old buggers, let alone True. poor. Well, they're not old so buggers. So because people right. live a lot exactly. longer, yeah. and and I got the, well, I got just the. Got... Sorry, you've lost <laughs> multiple thousands. Yeah. Um, but with no covering, um, we just thought we'd tell you. But yeah. we're getting off topic. We are getting off topic. And right. we've got to keep this back to tech. Anyway, all I was going to say about that, it's funny how a couple of guys can just have such a huge effect 
down through the market. And the market's very nervous. And of course, again, who is the person responsible? Rupert Murdoch is ruining the world. <laughs> Allegedly, no, viewers. He is. Allegedly. He's allegedly ruining the world, according to someone that Johnny's read. No, I, it's my guess. It's my, <laughs> right. it's my okay. theory is that, you know, irresponsible media reporting. In yeah. times of woe, we don't, need to be, we don't need to be beating it up. We need to be so using the media to try right. to create calm, and he doesn't think of it that way, and nor do any of his cronies. They're like that. Hence, we've had this conversation that they were journalists, not journalists. True, but then by the same token, I mean, like I read a great story. I thought it was an exceptionally or good medallion. story. On the uh, on the weekend by Don Riddell in the Independent Weekly, a good uh, good Adelaide Independent newspaper that only comes out once a week, and he had a one page, um, uh, what would you call it, pricey, I suppose, of the goings on in the U.S. and how and why they occurred, and uh, I thought it was fantastic the way that he just summed everything up, and uh, I didn't think that of that was as being scurrilous journalism. Scurrilous, yeah. So <laughs> there you are. Scrabble word score on scurrilous. Quick, wouldn't quick, have quick, a come on. No, you're on triple word. No, 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 no doubles. No, no. Come on. You're going to have to be <laughs> no, quick no, on that. You and your Scrabble word scores. you got to well, be quick. Everything's worth 27 according Shut to you. <laughs> uh, what else you got? Get on with something else because I need to go and get a light beer from the fridge. <laughs> you go and get your light. In fact, I think possibly the... Oh, no. You're no, better heavy. There's two left. And you've got a light. Well... The iPhone came out in its in its original uh, um, form without uh, Adobe Flash on board, with Steve Jobs saying it would be unable to be running Flash. The second version, the 3G, has come out. Even the uh, 2.1 update has turned up. But uh, can you believe it? Adobe has now come along and said, um, look, we could release a Flash. <laughs> what are you doing? It's a bit lively. A lively, a lively light. Yeah, very lively. Well, speaking of light, could re Adobe could re uh, release a flash light for the iPhone if Apple approved and just said, can you do it? Will you do it? But uh, Stevie says, no, uh, well, not, I don't want it. We're but not um, release a flash it, he light. feels. We're release a torch. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> But um, as said, look, uh, I believe the full version of Flash would not run well on the iPhone. Well, Steve, you're not listening because they were going to create a light variant that probably took advantage of Java. Don't worry, it'll happen. And, um, of course, it will happen. It has to happen. Yeah. And uh, as uh, the uh, the chief uh, executive, Shantarukhinashni, um, said... Um, he's not Romanian, is he? <laughs> not at the moment because he's interstate. <laughs> <laughs> My team's working on Flash for the iPhone, but it's a closed platform, i.e. no stops, central to Strathfield, can't get off, uh, and no to, to Homebush, rather, for the, for, the, for, the, for the VR. Sorry, I missed that one. Um, but um, has noted that uh, makes all the decisions, and in, in other words, the ball's in Apple's yard. Apple yard? Well, they call it the yard. In the yard. So it means small area. Obviously, he plays basketball, not tennis. <laughs> <laughs> Got any okay. tech? Got any tech? Any tech? Yeah, I tech? do have some tech actually. And while you're talking iPhone and, and flashlight and things, the tech. Before I've we got go back to motorsport, is um, Lotus Notes. The good old IBM Lotus Notes has now, talking of a light version, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> hey, this is good because of the corporate push of the iPhone into the the whole business world. Um, Lotus Division has made available a light version of its iNotes email application for Apple's iPhone. 
It's called Lotus Eye Notes Ultralight, and it uses the Safari. Not just light. It's ultralight. Ultra in fact, it floats off your phone if you're not careful. It's like, like if you were making green chicken curry, you'd use that. You would, absolutely. And it uses the Safari browser, the iPhone Safari browser, to provide web-based applications, ads, Safari. email, calendar, Safari and contacts. Browser. So there you go. Once installed, Ultralight will let the user add, edit, and manage contacts directly from the phone, write emails, and read attachments. There you go. Not cheese and onion it again. Looks like, yeah, cheese and onion. It looks like a clean and user-friendly interface, says the review I read. So there you go. IBM explained the release is built on the Lotus Domino web access infrastructure. There you go. And makes the most of, and even they say, the usability of the iPhone. So there you go, folks. Lotus Notes, if you've got it in the office. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think there's any of that going on. <laughs> the um, another final Apple uh, thing that uh, there's been a request or a discussion is going on by the National Music Publishers Association that they feel that they need to increase the royalty rates for downloads from online music stores such as iTunes, but they're not specifically targeting iTunes. Right. The request asks for an increase from nine cents to fifteen cents a track, and it's interesting that we're actually now getting a, a definitive figure there. Well, we never um, did before. That apparently pushes Apple and the iTunes music store over the profit profitability barrier, um, which have basically come back to say, in in a pretty roundabout way, that if you were to do that, we would shut down the iTunes music store because it would be no longer profitable. Now, of course, it's a threat. It made a, a lot of money, but they have made no bones about the fact, and quite clearly, and I think it's quite it's quite okay for Apple to have come up and said that said this that we've said repeatedly we're here to make money. Yeah, we, we you know we're yeah, not doing not it for the love. That. Oh, no, true. And and we've ratified, but we have ratified mm. their music business, and they've put the hard and they've revolutionised it. Let's face it. So yeah, I mean, I I think what you're going to find is that the the music publishers who are asking for this increase have gone. Okay, what are we paying them now? How many downloads is there? Da, 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 da. What's a fair ask that we can meet them halfway on? So they've said 15 and they'll settle on 12. Bloody Rupert again. Absolutely. There's always a halfway. He used to be in Australia. <coughs> Who? He did. Rupert. Yeah, but he's American now. He's, uh, and Lachlan used to be hanging around. Sydney, one of your mates. Yeah, you know. well, he was one of my yeah. mates, but he was hanging around. Didn't go to Sydney Grammar, did he? Didn't go to Sydney Grammar, thank God. <laughs> I don't think he did. But he was always riding Ducati monsters and hanging around like sleazy pubs. Sleazy pubs? Well, How did you Pado. know that? Were you there? Paddo. It's known for <laughs> drug addicts, dog shit and no parking. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> but there's some hot women up there. Mm. Anyway, that's a previous story. Is that right? We're talking of hot women. <laughs> Segway central. The female viewers will be happy to know that if they're in Adelaide at the moment, they keep their eyes open for the uh, pommy heartthrob actor Clive Owen. Clive's actually in town here in Adelaide, um, and there's a new Scott. He's got, he just came over from India, didn't he? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> he had a bit of a curry uh, over there. He has he got another powder room. <laughs> So he's starring in a new movie that Scott Hicks is making here in Adelaide. And it's going to be set largely around Dave's brother. the Flurio Peninsula. Yep, that's right. 
and, uh, and it's a very restricted access event. Oh, God. So this was leading I've to something. Had, look up, I had, tell the viewers I've had one glass of wine. He's had one glass of wine, uh, viewers, and, and, that I'm aware of, but I don't know no, what No, honestly, I, the there's nothing in the house. So I've been on the wagon all week. You see, this is what happened. Oh, oh be the phone. who is it? Are we going to stop or are we going to no, carry on? I Okay. So, anyway... We'll put her on. See you later. See Clive you. Owen is here in Adelaide, and which was really only an excuse for me to say that uh, I'd then remembered, because of the fact that he's here, that he did that particularly good series of BMW short films about three or four years ago for BMW. Now, our viewers, there's probably a lot of you out there who've never seen any of this stuff. It was quite pioneering in its way. Um, basically, BMW got a whole heap of uh, movie directors together, and they got Clive Owen as the as the anchor actor, and um, they produced this complete series of short films. I can't remember how many there were in total, but there were like two sets of them. It, it, it ran sort of twice as two lots. Um, some of the directors were, were pretty cool. Um, Madonna's Old Man, um, the guy who uh, does all those um, hidden dragger, crouching tiger, whatever it is, uh, stuff. Anyway, um, they're all uh, BMW Short Film Festival, and the only way you could get them was to download from BMW's uh, North American website. Uh, and they were up there for a very, very limited period. However, if you do a bit of research on YouTube, and just put in BMW short films as a search, they should pop up. And the actual series that Clive Owen was in was called The Hire. And um, there's a there's a few movies. There's The Hire, The Follow, um, Star, which was a particularly good one with Madonna, where he was driving yes. an M3. Yep. Um, Ambush and Beat the Devil are a couple of others that I can sort of remember. So um, if you haven't seen any of the BMW short films, uh, get yourself on YouTube, do a search for them and download them because they are fantastic viewing. There you go. Vince Colosimo was on the show. He was. D did he not play Alf Gangitano in the... Yes. Uh, Underbelly? Underbelly, yes. Yeah. There you go. Just and checking. he's also in that... Um, Pop show that comes out of Melbourne on a Monday night, whatever it's called, um, as an undercover guy who works for, I don't know, it's the drug squad or the ambush squad or some bloody squad. Anyway. Uh, which was great to see him on it there was. because uh, uh, one of my old mates is Les May that played, uh, played, 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 uh, oh, he was mean. Anyways, but good bloke, Les. Yep. Was that in Underbelly too? Yeah, no, in the one. <laughs> there has only been one so far. Anyway, well, have you seen the sequel? <laughs> that's going to be a prequel. Did you get it? <laughs> it's gonna, the next one's going to be a prequel. So there you go. Anyway, so that's that, that's a bit of a uh, bit of like film slash TV slash movie gossip, but with a car bent, as opposed to a bent BMW. <laughs> what else have you got? What else have I got? Uh, Bathurst's coming up. Oh, really? We haven't talked about what's happening with Bathurst and what our thoughts are. Right. Well, well, I can tell you a lot of what's happening in terms of, since you're going to be coming around my place now to watch it on the big screen telly. And we'll be doing a show. And we'll be doing a show, of course, as we would. And your missus is going out well, on the weekend. No, no, I don't think she will be. PLM's fucking off. I mean, uh, you, you, you can't say, say that. that. And, and Brocky won't be there. <laughs> you're you're Brocky. Yeah. Anyway. You'll be very interested to hear, I was very interested to hear, that Channel 7's coverage has already been organised. 
um, and they are basically reeling, wheeling out the biggest broadcast ever undertaken in Australian television. Biggest outside broadcast ever undertaken oh, right. in Australian television. Yep. Well, it there is, is a difficult. Be, uh, it is a difficult environment for them to, to be doing that. Get this: there are going to be 122 cameras in car, on track, in the air, above the track, and in the pits. 122 cameras. And how many of the Ripple cams will have Norton 360 branding? I don't know, but there are two, there are two curb-mounted uh, speed cameras, so they'll, they'll probably both have Norton branding. Um, <laughs> 37 cameras covering the track and the pits, 82 in-car cameras, and one helicopter camera. Have we gone too far? I don't know. There's two back cams. One covers the pits and the ride down. Uh, one covers the pits, you know, the one that runs up and down the pit lane. And then the other one... Fly, uh, uh, fly cam? Yeah, back, they call them back cams. Um, they're going to go uh, follow the cars as they ride down the mountain through the Dipper and Forest Selbo. Which they did last year, yes. so there's no change <coughs> there. Yeah, there's no, there's no change there. Uh, there's nine V8 supercars carrying in-car cameras. Um, not, not really. I really think that that's not enough. Yeah, well, well, I don't know. Why don't they? Why don't they make it a regulation of it in every car? I'm not sure. Well, probably the expense would be a bit too, uh, a bit too horrendous. What compared to what? Well, compared to well, if you've got already, they've got 132 cameras in the whole show. You know that. Well, I can't talk there, about there the technology be any more specifically spe on here, but you know that I came up with a solution about how you could solve that by having transmission yeah. around the track yes, and we don't yeah, want to give yeah. the secret away no we don't but uh, uh that would be uh solve the whole issue and you wouldn't need helicopters in the air mm, and it would apply point. to all circuits yeah there's anyway so it's it's going to be a pretty pretty big operation i would suggest they're probably already there laying cables because they've got 38 <laughs> <laughs> and they haven't even installed the toilets yet <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> they've got some um, 36 kilometers I'm 36 sure kilometers of television production cable, enough to lap the circuit six times. So there you go. Well, they'd have some redundancy known. Now, now yeah. interestingly, this is the uh, broadcast times. Uh, Saturday, uh, Friday, on the 10th of October, 1 till 4. Saturday, 12 till 5. Sunday, 7 till 6. So there you go. All those times are Eastern Standard, of course. Um, there you go. It's big, big, big coverage. Uh, Bryce Washington, Washington will be there in the, the Carrera Cup. He will. Uh, naturally, and also that will be the first event where we will see uh, George Medici um, arriving in the Carrera Cup Championship. Also the V8 Utes, first time at Bathurst on the calendar there. That, that'll that be exciting Looking forward stuff. to that. Uh, there's a live race there, I think 7.50am. Yep. Uh, that's even... Is that earlier for us or later for us? I can't do the maths. Half, we're half an hour behind. In what way? <laughs> behind whatever the time is locally so 7.50 equals 7.20 so does that mean the first beer comes off at 7? no, 7.20 <laughs> yeah, but you, yeah but you don't want to be starting watch, <clears throat> ah, watch say at 7 o'clock ah. you know. you've got to wait till at least mm, 10 before you have your first beer you have to have a crack before the you reckon? The, with the, well, the time the warm-up shot, ah, it's got to be. <laughs> and then, you know, it'll... No, no then, if you're not at the track, it's not so it's not so crucial to do that. See, Fogues will be there. He'll probably be having his first, uh, you know, save Blanc at 7 o'clock. 
with a death, couple of death sticks. Um, That's it. Look, uh, I think that uh, that now brings us to the barbecue section of the event. Uh, evening. Uh, episode <laughs> the 95. Event. The event. Oh, right. <laughs> Which, where we've, um, and we have a pre-planned barbecue Bathurst special that we would like recommend people so that you can plan your day so that, you know, you don't want to have a big lunch because mm-hmm. otherwise you'll fall asleep and you won't watch the race. So we're going to give you some tips about how to move through the day <coughs> with me. barbecue, possibly yep. roasts, Webers if you've got them, mm-hmm. and how you can plan little bits of food without falling asleep. That's now, right. With minimal, uh, pre- with minimal preparation and short cooking times apart from the Weber. And we'll be doing that next week, so we'll be, be prepared. No, we're doing this now. I've already got it prepared. Oh, have you? Yeah, it's uh, one you prepared earlier. I have. And, and you know that <laughs> straight off you want to be preparing the Weber because it yeah. takes a long time. JP, yeah. you know what you're going to be cooking for that roast. Tell us what's going to be happening because you want to be serving that around about three. Three? You know, the race is still on. You don't want to be serving No, 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 but it's, it's, it's just a light roast. No, you can't be doing that. Look, you're having... Viewers, Johnny hasn't got any preparation for this at all. He's <laughs> winging the whole thing and he hasn't got a bloody got, clue. Look, okay, we'll Which do is it next why week. I said we'll do it next week. All right, but uh, you'll be starting off with chats, Biscuits. <laughs> chats. Chats. Chats or jats? Chats. <laughs> now, interestingly, viewers, if you've got a Woolworths supermarket nearby and What's you're not in this fussy wine? about jats... Um, okay, we promise can... we will give you the definitive barbecue guide to Bathurst next yeah, we week. Will. I'll do some preparation. Some proper preparation. <laughs> but not we, just we'll, winging it. We'll schedule and make a PDF download for them. See, lunch will be chicken wings in Weber, because that's nice and easy. Southern fried. And they don't take long. So Marinated. you do know what you're on See? about. See? And then we'll do the roast afterwards. The roast, just but the but because you just keep the Weber going, then you just pull the wings out, and then you put yeah, the yeah, maybe so. But what's important for the viewers to realise is that you want to prepare the stuff the day before. Oh, because absolutely. when all your yobo, who said that? Not when the top town. Someone said that the other yobo, yobo mates turn up. <laughs> they go, well, you <laughs> know, you've never been hanging around them when you say it like that. Whenever your yobo mates Hasn't turn up, two bees. Who knows? But it's the <laughs> emphasis is wrong. Right. Okay. Um, you just want to get it done the night before because you don't want to be rooting around with it. No. Because the, you'll get distracted and you won't do it right. Just have it right, okay, I'm going to bung it on. Well, not mm-hmm. only that too. I mean, like if you've had 15 beers in front of the TV, you want something that's pretty well cooking. Drink responsibly while you're enjoying the very detailed coverage that Auto Action will be providing next week. Uh, a huge lift out. Yes, great, great pre-Bathurst lift out uh, a lift out and if you go to the news agent <coughs> and you lift it out you'll get it <laughs> and you give them the 5.95 then you'll be okay absolutely is it 5.95 oh, wasn't it $5.60 you were talking last last week prices show? might vary in your usual area check local guys for decals <laughs> <laughs> and temperature gauges check your oven temperatures but anyway oh, absolutely. We'll have that. That, you that, need that, to do that that's their tip of the week is get yep. all that get, get all that, that organised before. start thinking about it now and then you've just got to go out and do a quick bit of shopping and uh, you'll be away. Okay. Don't forget this week when you go shopping, just to ease the pain on the Bathurst weekend. If you do have a Weber, check your heat beads and your fire lighters this week and buy them now. And then next week you can buy the meat. Get an extra gas bottle. Absolutely. Don't rely on that one because this is one of the most important events of the year for of you the barbecue around year. the barbecue. Uh, well, mate, there's not a lot more to talk about other than Petit Le Mans. Is uh, coming on. Poor little Mitchie. Talk about lo- locally. Yep. 
is uh, coming up uh, this weekend at uh, um, Road Atlanta, one of Don Panels' circuits in uh, just out of Brasselton in, in Georgia. Yep. Um, a really great track, and if you like Bathurst, you'd like this track, but it probably doesn't translate quite so well. It's sort of a bit like the reverse of Bathurst. It's in, in, in that you, you take off down a straight, down a hill hit a slightly, big bend at the end yeah, of that. and yep. then turn right at the end, and then a few wiggles, and then plunge down into this gorge, and then back up the other side, yeah. and then come around and come back. Well, uh, it, it, like um, uh, Le Mans, uh, also affords a test weekend, and Peugeot has not been having good a good run. They lost their the the, the title and the championship to uh, to um, Premat and Rockefeller at uh, Silverstone with the race going to Capello and McNish despite the fact that it even had a shunt with both um, Peugeot's making silly mistakes uh, Nick Manassian probably making the most of them three in fact which is uh, uh, pretty unusual considering he would be ranked about number five in the world in sports car driving mind you cutting off the nose off uh, uh, the uh, Lars Eric Nielsen Dirk, Dirk Werner car that um, yeah. um, failed to finish um <clears throat> it had a little bit of a backflip there well can you believe it there's been a big off again in practice with uh, pedro lamy at the helm uh, in, in the uh, the week before um so peugeot's probably running out of spares i would think so and uh, this is going to be fiber. a big big weekend uh, the best way to have a look at it will be to follow it audio wise on radio lemons.com american lemons series.com um or dailysportscar.com and of course if you forget about all these links please go to v8central.com forward slash radio hotlap where our good friend chris has been kind enough to provide us show notes uh, each uh, each uh, each uh, episode, show, whatever episode, episode. Show. But yeah, it's going to be a very exciting um, <coughs> event. That also brings me to a very sad note uh, and uh, uh, the yes, death of, uh, of Paul Paul Newman. Uh, Paul Newman. Uh, Vile but Paul uh, Newman. he was yeah, Val Paul Newman. He was he was suffering, and I had the uh, the pleasure of meeting Paul back at the Miami Grand Prix uh, in two thousand and two. Um, where he was there with uh, Newman, Newman Haas, Haas um, yeah. running the kart event. It was a ALMS and uh, and kart combined yeah. event. And um, you bought my, me a T-shirt, which I, I still have. I did. Give it back to me. <laughs> and um, a, a Gunner Jeanette, uh, the youngster in 2002 that Don Panos had taken on as the factory test driver. Uh, I became very good friends with him and ended up doing quite a bit of work with, with Gunner. Um, is racing in a LMP1 uh, prototype at. Uh, Petite this weekend. Um, he was very close, and Paul had given him one of his his early drives, and had driven with him and uh, and and, uh, and Brockman um, in the Daytona series. Uh, obviously, very sad all round. But uh, he contributed a huge amount, and to win the Daytona uh, event uh, at age seventy, yep. that that's just that's just a it's huge. A huge uh, contribution to his, and life he was and always one of those um, <clears throat> one of those actors who was who was vitally involved with motorsport right the way through. I mean, basically, if you go back sort of twenty years, it was uh, Steve McQueen and and Paul Newman who they I find were the, they it, were the guys. I, I find you know? them completely linked. I, I yeah, can't I can't pull the two of them apart. Mm. In in some respects, they almost like they looked alike. Yeah, in a, in a strange sort of way. But didn't they live next door to each other? Were they brothers? I believe they lived they they lived next door to each other. No, they weren't brothers, but 
I believe also that Newman was actually being considered for the lead in Le Mans and um, and McQueen got it. Now, there's a story about that and I believe it's actually on the Le Mans uh, video. If you, uh, if you go and find uh, the Steve McQueen Le Mans movie um, on DVD, which is available and has been for quite a while, uh, there's a second DVD that comes with it, you know, the usual stuff. It's either a second one or or a, or a bit on the on the back end of it that sort of talks about the making of and blah blah blah. And I'm sure that somewhere in there, there's some notes that that tell of an interview with Steve McQueen where he talks about the fact that he got the gig and and I believe it was Paul Newman who didn't. And they were next door neighbours and they didn't talk to each other for a while. So anyway, winding up, JP. <laughs> Well, the last thing I wanted to say was on the Bathurst weekend, if you don't want to sit and watch TV all day Saturday and all day Sunday and you're local to South Australia, the Lobethal Grand Carnival is on. Now, the Lobethal Grand Carnival celebrates... Is that on the, the Bathurst week? It is. Oh, I think that's no crazy. No way. I know, I I'd love to it. go and see I'd love we to go We must go, go on the Saturday. Well, that's what I was going to say. You really want to go and the see history, it, don't There's you? history there. We there's must go to that. There's history there. Now, they've been advertising it on the TV for the last few days. So it's a and there's a website which is called lobethalgrandcarnival.com.au, or like strung out as one word. The Thank problem you, with Chris, the website. You'll be able to suss that. And, uh, some Chris, you'll people. be able to suss it out, but you won't be able to get on the site, unfortunately, because for the last four days that I've been trying to get on there, there's been this wonderful uh, message coming up. Johnny, you can read that out. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. <laughs> Bandwidth limit exceeded. Who is the host? Oh. I don't know who the host okay, is. Okay, so what we have There's to do... There's a link right. from the Sporting uh, sorry, Car Club uh, of South message Australia. Message to Chris. Lobethal Grand Prix Carnival.com.au. Find out who the host is and redirect that and sort that out. Thanks. And um, so if you if you do want a bit of information, there is some information on the, uh, the Sporting Car Club of South Australia's site, which is www.sportingcarclub.org.au. So, uh, but it looks like it's going to be a it's going to be a good show, um, and certainly lots and lots of history, lots of old cars, um, great circuit, the Lobethal Grand Prix circuit. But um, yeah, uh, try and get along there if you're not going to want to watch Bathurst all weekend. I think Saturday will be a big day, and Sunday will be a quiet day for motor racing fans. I think that would be a, just a, a wonderful weekend, and and there would be some there will be some greats turning up at that. Oh event. yeah, there are. There's there's some past winners for sure. That so, well, suddenly we've had the wind. And we don't have the wind sock on, so that means it's uh, it's a good Must night from me. Go. And it's good night from me. See you good next night, viewers. Week. Cheers.